Welcome to Awaken Now What? I'm your host, JR. And I'm your co-host, Helen. The purpose of this podcast is to build community for those who are awakened, those on the spiritual path, and those who are curious about spirituality. Now, before we kick off the episode, for guidance and coaching on your awakening journey, please contact me at journeythroughtheawakening.com. And for any coaching around struggling, feeling stuck, or stressed on your awakening journey, you can contact me at helen at helencoaches.com. All right, Helen, this is the episode after show of Aliens, ETs, and Our Cosmic Origin with Ishmael Perez. This is a breakdown of all that we talked about during those that two-part episode. What did you think about those episodes? They were very different for us, right? <laughs> <laughs> he is a very knowledgeable historian, and I just have so many questions because... I don't have as much knowledge about it as you do. Mm -hmm. I remember watching an Instagram live where he stated that he read a thousand books before he was 18. This guy definitely has some gifts. He definitely is tapping into the Akashic Records to his higher self. And in this episode, we just want to break down for any of the listeners out there who were somewhat confused, because I have a few. Yes. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> uh, yes, I've had friends reach out and tell me they were, what is this about, or like, what was going on, uh. and I myself am confused. <laughs> <laughs> so with this episode, we're dealing with esoterics. Our mission, Helen Wright, is to spark your spiritual curiosity, correct? Mm-hmm. So if any of what we say confuses you or sparks your curiosity in any way shape or form please 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 take it upon yourself to do the research there's a lot of other galactic historians out there with much more material i implore the listeners to do their own research and i will include various links and resources in the show notes do not just blindly believe us don't blindly believe anyone take what we say with a grain of salt Listen with an open mind and an open heart. A lot of the information that we present directly challenges your current belief systems, which during the awakening, right, that happens a lot. All the time. All (laughs) the time. And so if you happen to be frustrated with any of the information provided, especially in our episodes with Ishmael, please do your own research. Use your discernment. Take it upon yourself to retrieve the information from other sources. I cannot stress that enough. Do not blindly believe us. Now, I've studied a few galactic historians, a few, and I'll name them. Andrew Bartzis is a great galactic historian. His material all over YouTube, he has a book out. He has um, his The Galactic Historian YouTube videos with Lance White. I'll post that in the show notes um, so that listeners can find that. I've studied Wes Penner of the Wes Penner Papers, And his papers are a series of papers, thousands and thousands of pages, thousands of pages of his own galactic research. And I would say, I would say this, it's, you're going to be hard pressed to find the, the, the complete truth from any galactic historian. And the reason why is because most of our records, the true hidden records have been deleted. They have been rewritten. They have been edited. 
you're going to be hard-pressed to find the full and actual truth. So with whoever is awakened, this is for you. You are going to have to do your own work and read. (laughs) Reading also raises your vibration. uh, Light is information. So as you continue to learn, you're incorporating more light within your entire being, the totality of your entire being. And again, I will provide more resources in the show notes, but I had to say this because I had a friend who talked to me about this episode, and she said I had no clue what he was talking about. And honestly, I wasn't surprised. You know, (laughs) I wasn't surprised. We're dealing with esoterics. A lot of this information you're not going to understand until you've reached a certain level of vibration. Am I right? Mm -hmm. You have to reach a certain level of, of vibration to even understand some of the basic concepts that were discussed in that episode. And talking about base reality, talking about dark matter, talking about the illusion of separation. That is all stuff that comes from your inner self, from your own inner realization as you embark on the awakening. Some people won't understand it. Some people won't. Some people will not understand this material, and I get that, and that's fine. If you would have showed me this same podcast six years ago, I would have been like, this guy's out of his fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. This guy is fucking, he's a creep. He, he, he's weird. I don't know. I have no clue what the fuck he's talking about. You, and you present this material to me six years later when I, when I woke up, when I've actually done the research, I understood 95% of what he was saying. Yes. <laughs> How did you feel throughout that whole episode, Helen? Um, I, I felt just like in a very observing mode mm-hmm. there I had some of the lots stuff of questions yeah some of the stuff you you knew but some of the stuff he dug deeper into yeah right? uh-huh. especially you know i didn't truthfully i didn't finish the whole book mm-hmm. so i understood to a point but you know when it, as we were getting ready for the episode and you shared there's actually some historians who tap into alternate timelines that makes yeah. more sense to me yes yes so a lot of these galactic historians and the, the ones that I just mentioned, Wes Penrig, Andrew Bartsis, Ishmael, even Ishmael Perez, a lot of them will have overlapping information. A lot of them will. About our cosmic history, about the cosmos, about esoterics. And here's, here's the kicker. A lot of them will have information that directly contradict each other. And so when you're embarking on this awakening journey and you're doing all this research, your head's going to be on a swivel. Because you're learning information that directly contradicts other information that you've learned. And so what Helen just said is these historians could be tapping in to alternate timelines. And this is actually what my friend Terry, Terry Smith from the Ascension episodes in, in season one, she called me and she, she said they could possibly be tapping in to alternate timelines. There is no one timeline out there, guys. There is no, there, there are multiple. There are hundreds, thousands, maybe infinite timelines. Well, the, the understanding of time is a 3D thing. Yes, right, right. linear. Yeah. Linear thinking, yeah. linear thinking. So if, if the listeners can step away from the right brain, is it the right brain that's logical, right? Left. It's the left? Yeah. Left, left, right, whatever, wh- whatever's, <laughs> the, whatever's the, the logical thinking part of the brain. If we can silence that mind, step into stillness, and ask ourselves this question because we have all the knowledge within our own cellular memory. Mm-hmm. That is the key, right? That is the key. You can research and research and research, but at the end of the day, you have all the answers within you. It is in your cellular 
DNA. You've had many, many different lifetimes in many different colonies on Earth in many different uh, star systems in different areas of the cosmos. You have all the answers within you. And if you're ever confused, if, you, if you've read, say, Andrew Bartz's book or, or saw his YouTube videos and you read Ishmael's stuff and you're irritated or annoyed because you find conflicting information, yeah, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Step into stillness. Ask yourself. Use your discernment. I think the, the theme of this after show, <laughs> right, is discernment. Yes. Using your discernment, knowing that people are going to have different and conflicting information. I I can't tell you how many times I've learned pieces of information that directly contradicted other pieces of information on my awakening journey. That's going to happen. Now, Ishmael, I'm not taking away, I'm not sliding Ishmael whatsoever. He was a great guest, right? Mm-hmm. Guy was awesome. The guy was super nice, was, was super knowledgeable, knew what he was talking about, had so much information within his, his being. And... You know, thank you again, Ishmael. If you're listening to this, thank you for imparting your words and your wisdom. Thank you. But this is for the listeners out there. Ishmael even said this in the episode. Take what resonates, leave what doesn't, and if it doesn't, do your research. He did say that. He did yeah. say that. He, so, I got excited about that cellular memory part because yeah. then I think what was also said was that the cell is a universe too. Yeah. And I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. It's really fun. The, yeah, because we are cells within this cosmic <laughs> being, right? Everything's our, a cell within a cell within a cell. Exactly, within a cell. exactly. That, that was, I mean, that was a great way to put it. Um, his words that he used, from the macro to the micro, you go within our cells, and the universe is within that cell, and then the universe <laughs> within that cell, it's never ending. Never. You, know? you think never there's ending. an end, but it's just because we can't see it. <laughs> <Right. laughs> and listeners too, at the end of the day, Andrew, Ishmael, whoever we're talking about, even me and JR, we're all human, so we we yes. have a limitation yeah. to what we can <laughs> right. do. Right. Otherwise, we'd just be those 5D beings right. in infinite intelligence right. together. We're dealing with the limitations of the 3D reality, yeah. right? This this linear time reality that we have all been indoctrinated into. Um, back to... You know, Ishmael's material in those episodes. My brother, my brother who I didn't believe was spiritual. I don't think he even believed he was spiritual. So my brother texted me and he said, this was all stuff I've been thinking about since the second grade. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) So some people are going to understand it. Some people will. And some people won't. And that's okay. And what we have to do as podcasters when we present esoteric information is we have to continue to speak our truth. Mm-hmm. We continue to speak our truth because our words can spark an awakening in itself. Yeah. And our words can promote your spiritual curiosity as well. At the end of the day, it's a, it's a balance. Some people will understand it. Some people won't. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Well, something I didn't understand is when I was hearing about galactic warfare, mm-hmm. to me, it really sounded like an echo of what, war we see the humans doing and mm-hmm. so i didn't i wasn't able to understand as higher beings in infinite intelligence and unconditional love like how could that even partake right so as above so below the cosmos are a direct reflection of what's going down in the micro and when you talk about these galactic wars these cosmic wars 
These all stem from beings who operate from the lower chakras. These beings are very, very spiritually evolved at the same time. And their sole mission across the multiverse is domination and control. And that, that is a big part of why Earth has been quarantined for God knows how long. I, God knows. I don't, I don't actually know that time frame. <laughs> and apparently, yeah, like, like Ishmael said, quarantine ended in 2015. So when we're dealing with these beings who, whose sole mission is domination and control, whose mission is to infiltrate every part of every star system, there are spiritually evolved beings who are positively polarized who have to defend themselves or else they risk being infiltrated. They risk being captured, murdered, whatever. Okay, so if I were to break that down a bit more, you're saying there are some beings whose sole purpose is what we would what we would judge, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, domination and control. Domination and control. If I were to speak about it spiritually, what I see then is an, a representation of duality. Yes. Because if things aren't in duality, you can't make them one to know the divine, right? Right, okay. right. And these, these are beings who believe that they were separate from the whole. Mm, these, okay. The main reason for these galactic wars stems from these beings who believed that they were separate from the whole, who forgot their light. And you explained to me that the Draconians are one of those. Yes, yes. And they've, as Ishmael said in, in those previous episodes, they've recruited many other beings throughout the cosmos to aid in their mission for domination and control. This is a nice chance to deepen an understanding about the dark side because, mm-hmm. sure, we hear dark or we hear bad and mm-hmm. we, we polarize it to think that we should be on the good side, but we encompass all. Yeah. I'm sure we've all done a bad thing or two in our lives. Right, right. (laughs) And I think the main part of the ascension is realizing, okay, so the light wants to conquer the dark. The dark wants to conquer the light. That's a great way to put it. They both want to conquer Conquer. each other. (laughs) And so a big part of the ascension is realizing one doesn't need to conquer the other. That's when the true ascension will take place is when we all realize, like, (laughs) like, hey, (laughs) These, these wars have been going on for millennia. <laughs> it's like, we, how many times do we have to go through this? How many times do we have to go through this? And how many other beings are caught in the crossfire of the effects of this war? You know, it's kind of maddening. It's depressing. It's like, all right, let, let it go already. Holy shit. <laughs> so it goes, light exists, dark exists, and kind of that's all there is. Right. Rather integrating, than the judgment on it. Right. Integrating back into that oneness. Mm, again, the oneness and the divinity. Mm-hmm. And Ishmael even said that throughout many times in that episode where it divides into two to explore more of itself and it collapses back into the one mm-hmm. after that integration has been achieved. Beautiful. So wonderfully said. And then what might a newbie need to know about the types of civilizations? So the type 1, the type 2, and type 3 galactic space age civilizations. If you want to learn more about types 1, 2, and 3, read the West Penrith papers. Also read Ishmael's book. He does explain that, those civilizations as well. But I would say right now, and as stated in the episode, we're at a type, we're at a point 9, right? Mm-hmm. I would say just observe. Observe society and civilization as it is currently. Knowing that we were a type two before in the times of Atlantis. 
That should be a, a, a huge mindfuck. You were a type two, but we've regressed to a type 0.9. I was telling Helen this earlier that the technology that is currently available on this planet is being fed to us like breadcrumbs. There is so much more technology that will blow your mind that you aren't even aware of and that is dangerous in the wrong hands. Mm -hmm. Dangerous in the wrong hands. I, I read this in a book somewhere. Technological evolution without spiritual awareness is dangerous. Oh, it's interesting. Dangerous. I've re- I read that somewhere. And it, it makes those science and spirituality. Yeah, when science and spirituality come together, that will be a beautiful thing. Science without spirituality, dangerous. Yes. Dangerous. And that's been proven over the galactic wars. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of technology out there will blow your mind. There is so much hidden from us. There is so much hidden from us. Yeah, we've all been heavily mind-controlled. We've all been heavily manipulated to believe this global narrative, to believe our history books were accurate when they're extremely inaccurate. They, they teach you what they want you to believe. So, again, please do your own research. Please try and find multiple resources that will give you some sort of semblance of the truth of our galactic history. Nurture your own awakening. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. No, that was great. <laughs> Nurture your own awakening. That is fucking fantastic. Because that's that's the discernment. That's the questioning of the systems. Um, and you're gonna get into some trauma work as you get into that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Shadow work. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there we go again. Hi. Go. Hi, dark side. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Realize that the, that the dark is within you, and it's all about integration. Whenever you come across a spiritual teacher who's all about love and light and doesn't mention any aspect of the sh- of your shadow, be wary because mm. you know that you contain both. Mm-hmm. You cannot be here in this experience if you did not have a shadow. Mm. And some of the greatest enlightened teachers, I mean, they do have more light because they've yes. done shadow integration. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They had to get there some way, somehow, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On, so on the dark, yep. what what might you have to say about dark matter? I'm not sure I really mm-hmm. understood what Ishmael had to say about yep. that. So dark matter, as he explained it, was the 96% of the universe, the cosmos, that we can perceive with the human eye. The 4% of the universe is what we can perceive. The, you know, the various stars in our solar system, the planets in our solar system. The 96% of the stuff that we can't perceive is stuff that is vibrating at a higher frequency. That is what dark matter... I mean, and dark matter is actually a label by, you know, the scientists that mm-hmm. couldn't see what was there. At the end of the day, there is a lot more going on than what you can actually perceive. Just because it isn't there doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, that even seems like a, a individual's experience. Yes. You know, 96.4% 4% of you knowing yourself. I mean, as a 35-year-old, I'm still learning stuff about myself. Right, you know? right. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people are in this see-it-to-believe-it ideology. Mm-hmm. If I can't see it, then it's not true. If I, I, It needs to be something tangible, something that can be measured and proved to me. Yeah. And therefore, it is true if I can see it. Yes. When, when, you, when you're dealing with metaphysics, all that goes out the window. <laughs> right? It's almost like <laughs> metaphysics and quantum, the, the fuel is the uncertainty. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And, 
you know, we are operating at 4% capacity. We have, our DNA has been unplugged. We have to do the work to repair those remaining strands of DNA to see 100% of the universe. I mean, to the listeners, listeners who are listening to this right now, I bet have had some sort of paranormal metaphysical experience. Mm-hmm. I have, right? You? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's a lot more going on. Don't rely on just your five senses. And what about the seedings that he was talking about? So we seed to colonize planets. Mm-hmm. And then what's, what's the current seeding? What's happening with the current seeding? So the humans that are currently on Earth at this moment are part of the fifth great seeding. So let, let's break it down. There was Tiamat, right? Tiamat, the large Earth that was about three times the size of our current Earth right now. When Tiamat was destroyed, the first seeding after Tiamat was Mu, M-U, Mu. Mu dropped in density and frequency and became Lemuria. Lemuria then became Atlantis. Atlantis was infiltrated and destroyed. The humans that are currently on Earth right now are the fifth. As stated in the episode, the humans on Earth collectively contained the greatest mix of celestial DNA there ever was. So what he says is we are biological royalty. And within this DNA is karmic resolution, is generational trauma from the cosmos. When we heal that, we're healing our celestial lineage. And that's huge. And some of that um, healing, or I guess trauma, because we're healing trauma, is like stored in your cells, right? Mm -hmm. Like you may not even know it. Right. Yeah, like I was in a shamanic healing thing, Mm -hmm. and the healer pressed on my lower rib, and I started to scream, and I just knew it was an arrow piercing me. I I haven't been hit by an arrow in this lifetime, right? An arrow piercing. Yeah, and then when she got to this side, it's like the exit wound, so it's really crazy like how the cellular memory can be activated. Yes, that's a perfect way to put it. That cellular memory is activated. So she just pressed down on your rib. Well, yeah, yeah, because it was like a healing massage, shamanic healing massage, a kahuna massage, if anyone's curious. It's a Hawaiian practice. Gotcha. Yeah. And so what you felt or what you visualized was an arrow going through your body. Not visual, felt, body, very somatic, yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was intense. (laughs) That's crazy. But yes, it's all stored within your genetics. There there is, when you activate that cellular, cellular memory from another lifetime, do you have any examples of experiences? I was, so I was talking about this to my girlfriend, yeah. and I don't. I don't, and that's one of the first questions I asked Ishmael was, "Do you have access to your past life?" You memories? did ask him that. That's the very first question I asked him. I don't. I do not. And I kept okay. asking my girlfriend, like, "Why don't I?" And then you did a past life regression too. I did. I did, and that was pretty much the only time where I had access to my past life memories. But prior to that, or after that, I, I don't. Okay. And so what we kind of generalized was the, the reason for that was that I needed to be present in this lifetime. Beautiful. I don't need access to memories of past lifetimes because maybe I went overboard with it in a past lifetime. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's not, not important to me in this lifetime. Right. So that's kind of what we came up with, right? Fascinating. And right. I could see that. I mean, I think your presence is really great. Right. And and as a partnership here, you know, there's a balance to it, there too. There's a huge balance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think uh, I've had many friends say that 
my friend was like, yeah, she's a perfect balance to you. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything that Ishmael said that you felt like could be corrected or brought attention to? Like I said, I've, I've studied a few galactic historians and there was some overlapping information and some of the information that he said directly contradicted other historians. In particular, when I asked him about how 80% of the souls here on earth are ancient, 20% all are middle-aged and f- the rest are newbie souls. He actually flipped that and said about 10 to 12% are actually ancient and the rest are newbie souls. Essentially, that's kind of what he said when Andrew Bartzis, the galactic historian, actually said what I said. And so it's interesting. You're, as I stated earlier, you're going to find historians with information that directly contradicts each other. And again, discernment. <laughs> <laughs> discernment. It's not that I believe that Ishmael was lying or uh, untruthful because what I felt, when he, what he was saying, I felt good about everything that he was saying, you know. But, you know, with, with my history, I do have to point out in this after show that there's there's so much information out there. Please, please, please go do your research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the discernment for anyone who wants to hear it in like a masculine feminine way um, is a more masculine quality. So if you is, were looking it? to, yeah, yeah, develop your masculine side, definitely this is a way to do it. Practice your discernment. Right. Yeah. And a big part of every episode that we've ever recorded is stepping into your own power. Yeah. Right? Step into your own power and incorporate more light within your entire being read i can't stress this enough Mm -hmm. read 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 there's so much information out there and one of the uh, authors you've talked about is dolores cannon right Mm -hmm. what do you make of um i think did ishmael mention her i forget ishmael oh no so i brought her up she so what ishmael what ishmael talked about was in the 1950s the earth made a made a shout out to the rest of the cosmos because we were heading into a nuclear war, which was correct, which was which lines up with what? Oh, I've the Cold War, the fifties? Uh, no, uh, was it the Cold War? Uh, yeah, pro- yeah, 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 around that time frame, and we were headed for a nuclear war. Earth made a shout out to the one hundred forty-four thousand Oversouls that then reincarnated in waves in the sixties, seventies, and eighties, mm. and Dolores Cannon actually confirms that in her book, The Three Waves of Volunteers. And that book is actually transcripts of her past life regression therapy sessions. Oh. Yes. I believe it's past life regression. It might be just... Uh, well, yeah, because I know that she has no therapy for yes. past life regression. So, yes. Yes. It must be that. Like, she does the quantum healing for anyone who's curious. Yeah. Um, and so she takes these, these, these souls back who are incarnated currently on this earth to their... They call it the between lives area when you're about to uh, incarnate into Make a body. Yes, and all that good yes, stuff. Or, and even <laughs> and even in their past lives. And she asks them why they reincarnated, and they she, they actually give reasons. And she sees a pattern between hundreds and hundreds of these of these humans who have I'm incarnated. Get this book. Yeah, <laughs> I've read about halfway through it, and then I stop and I read. This is what I do. I I, I read. Halfway through a book, and then if I get kind of bored, then I'll read another one. But, <laughs> but yes. that's all your soul needed. At the time. <laughs> right, exactly, that's all that my soul needed. Um, but yes, Dolores Dolores Cannon talks about the three waves of volunteers. I'll put her book in the show notes too. And yeah, so that is something that is confirmed by other healers, teachers, historians. 
Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the last, the last thing that I'm curious about is what is this solar event? <laughs> so we did not go in detail about it in the episode. It's called the Great Solar Flash. The Great Solar Flash. So when he explained that the Earth has been quarantined, he explained that the light did it to keep the dark from spreading out into the rest of the cosmos so that the dark was completely quarantined here. And he explains this great solar flash as this one last beam of light from the sun that will essentially obliterate all evil and it'll take place during this great planetary ascension. He's actually the first historian that talks about this that I've heard, that I've learned. Many of the historians that I've researched have talked about this great solar flash. So it'll be interesting to see if this event will take place. I'm not knocking it. I'm not against it. I, I mean, for the most part, if this happens, fuck yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but can I say this with absolute truth that this will happen? I don't know. I think it's, uh, again, using our discernment and for the listener to continue to go within. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself if, if this event will be affecting you in the near future. I think you said 2024. I wonder if it's from those alternate timelines, if he's the only historian <laughs> that got it. Yeah. And yeah, the whole tapping into alternate timelines. Yeah, that's it's insane, right? Yeah. And again, talking about Disney and how we see it in the media, Loki is all about the timelines. Loki, yeah, you, you're talking about that earlier. And it's a great show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, uh, this slow disclosure that's currently happening within the media. I just want the listener to say it, to ask themselves this. Or actually, I want the listeners to question everything. Mm-hmm. Question everything that you've ever learned. Question why society is the way it is. Question the government. Mm-hmm. Question, do your own critical thinking. That is the most important part of the spiritual journey is to think critically for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that goes to creating your own power, as we always want you guys to do. You are God, goddesses, incarnate, remember. (laughs) What was your favorite part about the episode? Um, I think for me, it was more of the production than the content. Yeah, that was our first time in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. And so we usually do these podcasts, um, audio only, at Helen's house in in her dining room. This is where we are currently. So for those of you who are sad that you can't see us on video, we are sorry, but we are building a studio in one of her upstairs bedrooms. So in the works. Yes, we will be coming to you with video more regularly. More regularly. <laughs> yeah, and then um we'd love to see you guys more on our Instagram. We're engaging with you guys more too, so look out for us. Yes, please send us messages. Please add us on Instagram. Please tell us thoughts please tell us your concerns please give us your suggestions we are open to all again this last episode with ishmael it was our our biggest episode yet so yes if you have any questions please feel free to reach out yeah i think that's what else did you want to cover do you have anything any other questions about that episode That'll do it. Yeah. I think that was a great breakdown and just fun to interview you. I hope yeah. you feel grilled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the first time Helen has interviewed me. I'm kind of <laughs> shitting my pants. Um, I'll just say this. Ishmael, if you listen to this, thank you again for coming on and, and sharing your knowledge. It was insightful. 
it was illuminating, it was enlightening. And hopefully we have you on uh, on a show in the future. If you like this episode, please subscribe. I'm JR for guidance and coaching on your awakening journey. Please contact me at journeythroughtheawakening.com. And if you're feeling stressed or struggling through your awakening, you can contact me at Helen at HelenCoaches.com. Awesome. That was a fun episode, Helen. So much fun. I like these breakdowns. Yes, me too. We'll see you guys next time. Oh, 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 oh,